Hello and welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. This is episode 205. I'm your host, Ryan Black, and I am joined by Joshua Taylor and Chris Warren. And we are back and we are playing with power. Guys, how you doing? Doing well. I'm doing just well. So I have done my fair share of crying today. Happy tears. Let me tell you, we are doing bringing you a special episode because we could not contain our hype for this out of the blue Mario Direct that we just got. Oh my goodness, guys. It was amazing. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> like, we have been... Nintendo fans have been, like, just so thirsty for news like this. And they just hit it out of the park. I mean, wow. Like, what if Nintendo does this, like, yearly? They just, you know, throw an IP out there, like, full-packed, like, with everything. Like, that... Oh my goodness. That... I could get used to that. <laughs> but my... Ugh. I know wow. it's been 35 years since the like Mario first came out, but it yeah. feels like 35 years since we had the last Direct, so it was <laughs> nice to have something pretty substantial to look at since it's been literally a year, I believe. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it was very refreshing and something that I think all of us need uh, during this bizarre year. Yeah, and at this point, like... Normally, I'm not that huge of a Mario fan, just because, like, yeah, it's what I know. It's, like, bread and butter. I, I, I take it for granted, but I don't know. that This hit me on a whole other level, and I don't know if it was just the, the drought of information or what, but my goodness, just floored completely. And some of the stuff I kind of knew from rumors that it was coming, but just finally seeing it, just, I broke down. That was just so awesome, you know, to... To know that I'm going to get to play these games again and on my favorite system, Nintendo system, like what is happening? It's ah. also awesome to know that they have something lined up for this year uh, because yeah, yeah. for a while it just seems like it's like, okay, you can just deal with your Animal Crossing, your your little Paper Mario, and also uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe. So enjoy that and uh, we'll talk to you again sometime next year. That's what it felt like. But um, yeah, they do have a really cool plan for celebrating uh, Mario's 35th anniversary and as a huge Mario fan I really appreciate these uh, these huge uh, what am I saying um, what they're trying to do to celebrate them basically yeah I, I'm not great at like picking favorites for much of anything I like different things for different reasons but the Mario series has always been like in the top two or so for me it always floats around like up in there if I, if I had to give them a number um so it's it's definitely one of the most special so if they're to focus on one franchise this was definitely one i'm very cool with them dumping everything into and unsurprisingly and, and it's mario so that's it is pretty much their biggest franchise but but still I, I was super happy to see that also i'm really surprised to that like that we saw what we did because it kind of felt like a fan trailer it kind of yeah. felt like someone took all these rumors that we've been hearing about for the past few months and just made a fan trailer it's like yeah. i just can't believe that we will be able to play super mario sunshine on the go and and all the other things that they mentioned it just feels like yeah. a dream come true so yes. uh it's really I, like i have to pinch myself to to be like no this is reality we're actually going to get these really cool products so i'm excited definitely definitely excited like you know first thing out of the gate that we can actually get our hands on is you know super mario all-stars 
for the SNES uh, online on Switch. That's awesome to be able to play that again. I've got huge nostalgia for this game. And so, like, just taking back and and reliving that and feeling those memories. Like, remember my grandparents and just, like, wow. I, I remember, It made me think, like, I actually kind of want to do an episode on All-Stars, even though it does cover, like, three games. Like, I've got a ton of nostalgia for that. So we might even do that. Um, but then, like, two weeks later, you know, we've got we've got a nice little uh, 3D uh, All-Stars coming. It, two weeks. What What is that? Like, out of nowhere, Nintendo does that thing again. We're like, hey, guess what? You know, Paper Mario's coming. Hey, guess what? You know, Super Mario 3D All-Stars is coming. What happened? Like, this shadow dropping is just unheard of. Yeah, for for this game, I actually have more nostalgia for All Stars than I do the original Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three, and all of that. I, th- I think it's just sort of a timing thing. I was born in '89, so Super Nintendo is kind of the thing I grew up with. But I mean, I really do feel like it's like the refined version of all of them, and it's it's the simple little free thing we got, and we got it on the Wii even a while back. But it's I, I still love having it. I'm glad they bring it back. I think it's sort of a waste when they don't, you know bring it out as often as they could. It's a neat little package. I am also glad that they're adding it to the Nintendo Switch Online service, as opposed to what they did with the Wii, where we had to purchase it for like $25, $35 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while it did come with what I hear, like a nice manual and... It did, um, like Sorry. a retrospective. <laughs> no, that's okay. Like some kind of retrospective book or something. I didn't get it. I just had the disc. I got it like yeah, it, it came with a it came with a soundtrack. Like it didn't have a whole lot on it. It, it wasn't like orchestrated yeah. music or anything like that one Zelda one. It was just kind of was what it was. So it was a neat little package for for like thirty bucks. But but yeah, I'm cool with it this way. Yeah, because like the the game on the Wii itself was basically or actually literally the Super Nintendo game just on a disc. So I found it at the time when I got the disc to be a little jarring that they were still showing us these Super Nintendo controls and I was using a Wii remote <laughs> or whatever controller I was using and those those didn't translate exactly well. So, um, yeah, it is a much more appropriate um, method for them to add it to the uh, to the Nintendo Switch Online service because it's like, hey, hey, it's free, enjoy it, and it's a great game. I want to so. mention, um, I, I was playing it actually a little bit before we started, and a uh, little shout out to Tony Lopez, who's a fan of the show there, because me and him got to play a couple rounds of, uh, or a couple worlds of Super Mario Brothers. Um, and, and he knows his stuff, so yeah, and he kicked my butt in Smash Brothers afterwards. It's unrelated, but I just wanted a little shout out to him real quick. <laughs> I am looking forward to playing it a little bit more. Um, I, I haven't really played the Wii version that much, so I am excited to jump in and, and play these games, because um, they are classics. Uh, some of them hold up a little bit better than others, but it's really cool that at the time, they converted all of those classic games into 16-bit versions. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people might like the 8-bit version better. Um, I think the 16-bit version is just fine and very yeah. um, respectfully done to those games. So, um, yeah, it's it's very cool to have that at our disposal. It's kind of the HD remake of the time, and right. and not only just an HD remake, but also like a collection of games too. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. You know, we we got a similar treatment when um, not just Mario, but like you know Metroid Prime Trilogy. Um, we got all those, all three of them on a disc, and it was a limited run as well. So it's not unprecedented that Oof. this this collection coming up for 3D World is going to be limited. 
Uh, That's actually a really good point. I forgot about that. That that Metroid Prime Trilogy case, though, if you've got it, is like that tin case. And it has the story, like in a little book in it, like the whole Prime stories. It's it's pretty sweet. I forgot about that. Yeah. The 3D All-Stars game looks awesome. I'm, yes. I have that pre-ordered, so I'm ex- insanely excited about that. Um, I do have some criticisms about it, but um, what do you guys think about it? Well, judging by your post in a Nintendo Nostalgia chat about how <laughs> your Mario is Super Mario Galaxy 2, I can understand you feel a little bit snubbed. <laughs> but keep this in mind. So Mario um, All-Stars did have an edition that came out later that had Super Mario World in it. So. Really? Yes, you can actually get All-Stars with Super Mario World. So it could be you can get All-Stars someday with Galaxy 2 in the package. That is what I'm hoping for, but at the same time, I don't want to have an an expectation that just won't be realized. Mm -hmm. Um, I love all three of the games that are included in this collection. All three of them are excellent for very different reasons. And I do understand that this is an anniversary gift to us as fans Mm -hmm. at the same time though i can't help but feel a little bit disappointed because a bar has been set by activision uh with collections such as the crash insane trilogy and spyro reignited trilogy where they did bring back these three great games from their own from their respective franchises but they were ground up uh remasterings of those games and they went all out for them and I can't help but feel a little bit disappointed that the Nintendo didn't give these games, these three games that are considered some of the best games ever made, the same exact treatment. Um, because I feel as though they deserve that. But again, this is an anniversary gift um, to us as fans. But also, um, they left out the game that, it, what I would argue, is the best 3D uh, Mario game ever uh mario galaxy 2 so hopefully we do get that in some way i actually do own mario galaxy 2 and haven't played it i have it sitting on my wii digitally and i never did get around to playing it wow it's It's a good one it really is in a lot of ways um i I don't want to set on it too long but it it really is i I kind of liked it better than one i think the only thing i didn't like as well is the overworld and the way it was kind of like a world map but it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, I love Yoshi anyway, but I just feel like the levels were a little more refined. It took some of what Galaxy 1 did and just did it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Power-up but kind of turned I, me I, off first. I think that was part of it. What turned you off? Oh, yeah. Power-ups. I don't know. They just kind of mm. seemed weird to me. <laughs> That's fair. They were kind of weird. But they were charming in a way, in that weird yeah. Nintendo's uh, way. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my concern with the 3D collection, um, we have access to be able to play the game, um, play Super Mario Sunshine um, with a GameCube controller. I- I'm guessing that's that's an option because that's you, you know you can do most, a lot of games with a GameCube controller, so you can actually re- replicate that feeling. And then also the Joy Cons are pretty similar to the Wii Mote in, in some ways. Um, but there isn't really an N64 controller that you can play Super Mario 64 with. And so I'm wondering, like, are we going to get that? Are we going to get that opportunity to play Super Mario 64 with the N64 controller? Like, I can play my Super Mario All-Stars with my SNES controller for Switch, you know? I'm kind of hoping that they do something about that. Um, Maybe when they announce later this month for the Switch Online, you know, sweetening the deal, 
um, they might do the N64 and have the N64 controllers and whatnot, and, and I can go in on that, but... Would that not feel weird at this point, you think? Like, if they did the N64 online uh, thing, like they have SNES and NES, if they put Mario 64 on there, though, at the same time they're trying to sell it, do you think that affects that at all? Or maybe that's the limit they put on it for, you know, when the, the game's supposed to not be on sale past March. You think maybe that might even have an effect on on that one way or another? I do think that they're going to port Mario 64 to the online N64 experience. It may not be there at launch, which some people say, actually, it kind of, it does, there's two ways you can look at it. Some people say they should have included Super Mario 64 on, you know, on the, the N64 online uh, or whatever it will be called. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, you have it available for this limited time and they could release it after that on for free, basically, individually. Now, how are you going to get a hold of Galaxy and Super Mario Sunshine? Who knows? Maybe you have to wait for the GameCube and the Wii online, if that's even a thing. It's it's crazy to think that that's even an option, but um, you never know. Uh, I, I'm really excited that they're doing this. Um, and it just seems to be the three games. Now, we don't know. It could be... You know, it's not unheard of to unlock games in collections. So maybe you can unlock something as big as Super Mario Galaxy 2. That would be mind-blowing. But, you know, we'll probably know about it after data miners get done with it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I agree with a lot with Chris on it. Like, you know, I played through the Crash, the Crash and Spyro uh, trilogies. And, yeah, they're, they're beautifully remastered and all of that sort of thing. So I was a little bit disappointed. Um I mean, however, though, I, I guess with those, they were all on the same system, you know, one, two, and three mm -hmm. for, for both of those franchises, all sort of of the same style, game engine and things like that. All of these Marios are in their own engines and that sort of thing as it is. Um, and really, I don't think, at least from what I could tell from the trailer, I don't think they look too bad just with that simple HDness, you know, <laughs> added mm -hmm. to them. Um, I do wish 64 at least had widescreen or, or something going on there. Um, I think, and I don't want to sound, I don't want to say more negative than I do positive about it, because honestly, like, all three games are great, and they all have a lot of meat to them, so I think it's a good, uh, I think it's a good value regardless. They're all quality games. Um, and the music player was cool. Um, I thought that was nice. I mean, I can mm -hmm. kind of pull up any of those on YouTube or something, but still, I like having it there. It's a nice little thing. To, I, I don't see why not to add that, you know? No ads. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I kind of wish... What I was going to say is, like, one more little thing would have been nice. Like, uh, and again, I feel like I'm nitpicking, but, like, playing collections like the Mega Man collection, uh, I wish there was, like, some artwork or mm -hmm. concept art or just something like that. Sure. Just a little little something else, kind of like that music player would have been cool. There might be, but, you know, we don't have it yet. We don't really know. I You might not even want to expect it just to not right. feel let down. But um, something that I was wondering uh actually while i was on my way over here to record is i remember during the wii u years that they said during like a developer developer interview that it only took them about three months to make zelda wind waker as beautiful as it was um, it looked like a huge step up at the time and so if that one game only took them three months uh, to to port over to the Wii U with all those extra bells and whistles, uh, I can't help but wonder why they didn't consider to do that with this collection. Um, again, not a big deal. I love these games. They are timeless yeah. classics. Um, I just feel like, you know, they deserve a little bit extra. But um, 
I just I really hope that they add Super Mario Run into the the collection. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good game though. But um, the Mario is, is missing collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also. Um, it's interesting that a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe we're gonna pay sixty dollars for ports of old games. But um, it, when it, when it came to Pikmin, but with this game, all of us are like pre-ordered. Like that's fine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you slap Mario on it, and I'm a sucker. Actually, actually, I will say for this one, I noticed. I don't know if anyone mentioned this, but the eShop price was actually 50 bucks. Um, oh. oh. For the box version was 60. At least that's what I'm. I'm pretty sure I saw earlier was it's actually 49.99 on the eShop I if you get it digitally. That. I want the box. I don't do that with a lot of things, but yeah. for this, these are pretty special. It's the, the fact that it's limited time, like yeah, definitely yeah. want to hop on that. Um, before we get any further into the episode um, and get into the topics that we'd like to get into, um, I've got a couple of voicemails to play. So uh, let me cue those up. Hey, guys. I could not be on. Um, it, ironically, I was the one who actually suggested we do this impromptu episode. But I wanted to call me the voicemail because I know Josh and Chris are going to whine about some little nitpicky things. And I just want to say, I think overall what Nintendo offered today, I mean, be grateful. It's really, really cool. Yes, could they have done more? Sure. Could they have given us Mario Galaxy 2? Who cares? I mean, I don't care to ride on Yoshi. It, my old Galaxy 1 was just fine. It's 2 is just leftovers of Galaxy 1. I mean, that's essentially why Ryan never even played it. Um and, I mean, do I want Mario 64 to be remade? Absolutely. You know, could they have made it widescreen? Sure. Um, do I wish they did? Of course. You know, the better, the better. But at the end of the day, um, I am super happy that this trilogy is here, this collection um, of, of uh, my personal favorite Mario game of all time, Mario 64, and it looks the best it's ever looked in its own original form. Um, and then I watching comparisons on YouTube of just like the graphics from the old games to, to this, it's really, really eye popping to see sunshine look so clear. I was really impressed with that. And I'm very, I'm not as, I'm not as impressed with galaxy. Cause I think we all can agree. Galaxy was a pretty good looking game for the week. Um, so it didn't have much of a bump up. It looks great. looks better, but the, to me, the most biggest jump is Sunshine, and Sunshine being available for the first time ever um, since the GameCube. On It's never been on any other system. Can you believe that? That's wild. Um, I don't really care too much about, like, all the other stuff is great, and it's good for Mario and to celebrate it. Um, I The Game & Watch thing was another thing that stood out to me. However, um, I'm not necessarily going to cry if I don't get it. If, it. if I can get my hands on one, cool. That'd be a cool little thing to have. But I'm not going to throw a fit if scalpers get them all and I can't find one. So um, I would for the 3D collection. That's what I care about most. Um, cool that All Stars is uh, the original is now in the eShop. I want to go play and visit that uh, for fun. Um, and let me think here. Oh, the Mario Kart. Um, I really don't get it. I don't, I think there's too many flaws with it like i have a little place how can i get this game and it work i don't feel like it would i feel like you have to have a certain type of setup for it to work properly and so i just feel like there's limitations with it um 
Could be wrong. Could be a blast. Um, I don't, I'm not upset about the price tag. I think 100 bucks is fine. That's actually pretty cool for those carts um, and the game itself. I'm not against that. I don't think that's too pricey. Um, I just don't think the concept's going to work very well for everybody. My old house that I built with my ex-wife, it actually would have worked. We had a great big open living room that you could just – it was hardwood floor. Um, it would have worked great, but I don't have that anymore, so it's not going to work um, very well in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, besides that, overall, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, I love to see what they did. Um, and, you know, the real question is that you guys can maybe talk about, and this is fun to speculate on, is we none of these games – oh, Mario 3D World. I forgot to talk about that. That looks cool. Um, played it, loved it. Curious more about the Bowser part. I'll probably get it next year. Um, besides that, what's our holiday games? We don't really know. Um my prediction is we're going to get a 2D Metroid and Skyward Sword HD, and that's it. Uh, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's more. Who knows? But we don't know any holidays because 3D Collection drops here in a few weeks, and 3D World doesn't come out until um, February. So the Game Watch thing is November, but that's not a huge thing. So, all right. Talk to you guys later. Sorry I couldn't be on. Thanks for covering it. And uh, don't cry too much, Josh and Chris. Bye. All right, all right. More, morning already. <laughs> I need to, I need more tissues from all my crying. No, um, so if I could just address Mario Galaxy two. Uh, so Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy are very iconic games, and they're all three of them are insanely excellent. Mario Galaxy two okay. is not as iconic per se. But it took everything that was excellent about Mario Galaxy, very few people had any criticisms for that game, and they just went all out with those concepts, and they even incorporated new, wild, experimental ideas. And in my opinion, it's, for that reason, the best 3D Mario game, because it just did everything that was so right about previous ones, and even tried new ideas um, in addition to that. Um, so I, I, all I ask is that Nintendo give fans a, a chance to play this excellent game because it, it did not sell as well as it could have, and I think that a lot of more people would appreciate it if they were able to get their hands on it. Um, yeah. Jacob had some good points. Um, first I wanted to talk about the Game & Watch uh, item. Uh, it's pretty much... I don't know, I got kind of a Game Boy Micro vibe from this whole thing, um, in a way. Uh, you know, it's just something small. You do a couple things with it, cool. I mean, it's it's very limited, but it's also, like, really snazzy looking. Um, yeah. Nintendo does a good job with their products like that. It's just, it looks great. It's a great collector's item. I would love to get it if I could. Um, I like that. You know, they included lost levels. That makes it a little bit more enticing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure like, we have to add something else in here to make it worth, you know, worth it. Yeah, you know, picking up and just like you know, Mario Brothers and a clock. So, um, you know, not a lot of people have access to the the lost levels or didn't growing up. So that's really cool that they have that. Um, it's interesting also that they releasing this thing and then they have the All Star Collection on the Switch Online as well. But at the same time, like, even more portable, just slipping this in your pocket and going and playing Mario anywhere, even more so than the Switch. I think it's had 
had like eight hours of battery life and it only took about three hours to charge. So I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's definitely more of a collector's thing, I think. I, I like I want one myself, to be honest, and I, and I don't get everything that comes out. I guess that that's that sort of thing. But I really like the way it looks. Like you said, it, it's pretty nice looking and the, the nice colored screen and all that on it. Um, it's only got like the kind of two and a half games, if you want to call it that. But <laughs> um, but it it is. I think it's fifty bucks, and I, I think that's fair enough for that. Um, but we'll see. At honestly, when I first when I first saw it, and especially when it said limited release, I was like, well, that's an eBay exclusive. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that's even obtainable. Granted, I did. I was the uh, the 3D collection said the same, and I was able to pre-order it earlier today through Best Buy, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see with this. Uh, Ryan, um, I wanted to go back to your point about um, hopefully, like, you said that hopefully there's more than just those two games in the clock to make it worth it. Something that I, I remember from the trailer is that they said that there's, like, 35 little touches that they added into it, so I'm curious to see what form that takes. Um, I'm sure they'll all be like little Easter eggs and stuff, nothing too crazy. But I do want yeah. one mostly to see what they will do with that, you know. I kind of got a uh, WarioWare Touched vibe. When um, WarioWare Touched, you could unlock all kinds of like random bells and whistles and some things they didn't quite work very well. But like just the random things that you could find, like and discover in the game, I, I kind of got that vibe from it. And so it's kind of cool that they're doing that in this little handheld. It's you know, it'll be fun to discover all those Easter eggs. It's, I'm very much taken back to the time I discovered if you hold down a button when you start up the GameCube, it plays a different sound. Like it's so oh cool, yeah, you know. So like that's what I'm, I'm I'm transported to when I think about that, and it's just like something I really want to get a hold of, uh, if I can, because it's just it's charming. Yeah, I think one of the things that Nintendo does better than anyone else is add these little Easter eggs into almost every single product that they make. And that's part of the fun in getting anything that's uh, that has the Nintendo brand. Like like you said, the, the GameCube startup. How many people <laughs> like are going to notice that if you think about all the different people that own a GameCube? Very few, just as hardcore fans. But uh, yeah, I just want to see what these little 35 touches are like. Um, $50 is a little steep, but it does look really cool, like you guys said. It's a very iconic machine, one of Nintendo's first. And, um, you know, it's not like I don't want to play Super Mario Brothers, so I'm thinking about it. You know, for the battery and the screen quality, I'd say it's definitely worth that 50 um, let alone what, what comes inside of it. Um, so I feel like it's, it's a reasonable amount. It's less than a video game, like a, a current-gen video game, you know. I think it's very accessible um, for that. Um, I, again, I feel like it's going to be a Game Boy Micro thing where not a lot of people are going to pick it up. But also, in this day and era with scalpers, probably a lot of people are going to pick it up, but not the right people. So hopefully right. hopefully those who want it can get it still. Well, guys, if you think you're going to get one, do you think that you're realistically going to play it? And if you are going to play, oh, yeah. are you going to play it that often? Because I don't know how I feel about it. Like how often I would play. Value question. Um, That's so. what I'm worried about with myself, at least. Because I, I mean, I've played uh, Super Mario Brothers. is still a, a great little game, but I've played it on a hundred different things, and I can play it on my big HD TV, and on my Switch and things like that. Now I'm, I'm like, I'd, I'd probably play through it on there a time or two, but. And lost levels, I've actually never beat that. I always end up getting too frustrated. <laughs> and I'd play the ball thing here and there, but I I just don't. 
I feel like it would be a fun, it's a fun novelty item. And I just don't see me, like, I would, I'm not going to stick it in my pocket because I don't want to scratch the thing to pieces or anything like that. Um, I so I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. That, that's what I'm a little bit concerned about because there's not a whole lot, there's not, um, Maybe if there's a few more games or something like that, that would help. And I don't know about the clock, like if I would actually use that or not. I would play with it for a little bit, you know, to see the Easter eggs and things like that. But I, like I'm trying to almost justify if I get the chance to buy one. Hey, I might use this clock or if it's just going to be pointless when I've got a cell phone everywhere with me anyway. Don't I know. Think, and the overall package keeps that spirit of Game & Watch as well. Like the Game & Watch collection they had for Game Boy Color, I think it was. Or Oh, yeah, those are cool. And DS as well. That. Um, so that's kind of like where it takes me. I, I had a DS, the DS, uh, it was it my Club Nintendo reward or something you could get. Mm-hmm. You could get a hold of that Game & Watch. I don't think I ever played it. I, I've had it, and I just never never did anything with it. But. I didn't think of that. That would have been a good time to actually do the, do you remember the Game & Watch gallery games that's on like was, the Game yeah, Boy Collar and those. Yeah. I feel like those would have been actually maybe a good way to, to kind of blend those into here. I, I don't know. Like that's the modernized versions. You know, it had like the uh, well, Ball was I think one of them. Like it had the, or Chef. Chef's one that sticks out. There was their original Chef of Game and & Watch and then there was one that had Peach and like Yoshi following her around. I think that would have been kind of neat to stick in something like this but, uh, it, you know, it's fine. You know, or this maybe just the door. At all of them, really. Like, there's yeah. there's not too many of them. It's not like they're going to be making money off of them in the future. Just just put all of them on there. I don't know. Keep in mind, yeah. though, this is a couple... Okay, you get a couple games on it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of like a Game Boy Advance size. Um, it's only 50 bucks. Think about what they could do future with this thing. Like, yeah. Tiger Electronics, but on Nintendo scale. So you get a... You get the original Legend of Zelda and Zelda 2 on a Game & Watch style handheld. And the next one is Metroid. Yeah, cool. Metroid 2, you know, the original Metroid, Metroid 2. Like, the potential there of selling something like this, it's it's got me kind of curious to see if they're going to actually pull that trigger if it's just one, one and done. Um, I, would you guys... Design, but would different. You, <laughs> would you guys get more than one, though? Because for me, having that is like like one for me is enough because it's mm-hmm. it's the novelty of having it and playing with it a little bit but having another one kind of like defeats the purpose of having it as some kind of novelty item um and i don't know about you guys i i don't think i'm gonna play ball that much <laughs> i think that's arcade. what it's called it's okay an arcade game basically yeah like it's cool that it's there i'm glad that it's there yeah but, um yeah. Um, it, uh, if they do end up doing what you're talking about, Ryan, I would love that because I just yeah. think that the, like you said, the potential is so great. So I would not be opposed to it. Just I personally would probably just stick with one of them. And this is that, one that I would want to. Like that we used to have that. My family, we used to have the uh, that whatever, it, like the style that it is. We used to have one like that. And I, I don't know, someone sold it apparently. So it would be nice to to have that back. That is cool, and and it would be neat if they like included, you know, another Game and Watch game along with Zelda, like they did this, and that way it was actually a Zelda Game and Watch game. But I feel like that would get stupid expensive after a while, <laughs> like yeah. especially like think if you just get Mario and Zelda, you spend a hundred dollars on just a few old games. Yeah. And right. yeah, yeah, the novelty's there, but 
you really need two of them? I, I kind of got to thinking about with Sega. That I don't know if you all saw the mini Game Gears mm-hmm. that are yes. supposed to come out. I don't, I don't know when. Oh, I kind of yes. want one of those, but it's kind of another one of those situations where it's like, the Game Gear didn't have the best games, to be honest. I mean, yeah. there were some good ones. Right. And those those are similar to maybe what you're talking about. Like, they actually have different choices with different games on each color system. It's, is this Nintendo um, copying Sega? Yeah, right? yeah, so Except it's, they're it's, doing what they should be doing because... It's weirdly uh, similar, actually. <laughs> yeah, the only exception is that with this Game & Watch, it seems like it'll be playable and will fit in our hands, whereas yes. with this mini thing that will be coming out, the Sega it's one, convenient. you can't play <laughs> that. Like, it's it's comically <laughs> tiny. I, Sega I went have from... very tiny hands. I can't play it. <laughs> the, the Game Gear was gigantic like back in the day. It was huge, this big beefy thing. It took all those AA batteries and all of that. And now it's like when they re-release it, it's just a little bitty tiny thing that I'm pretty sure is smaller than the Game Boy Micro. Game Boy Micro. Yeah. So it's, it's one extreme kind of funny other. how that went. It's like just just do the thing in the middle. It Make feels it like the resurgence of Tiger Electronics. I, I did get the Sonic 3 one of those, the little Tiger Electronics. Those are only 15 bucks though. Yeah, so that's I had not forever. Too bad. I think it was <laughs> Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, it was awesome. Anyway, <laughs> well, sorry, with, uh, I derailed us. With the Game and Watch thing, like I will probably get it and I will love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of would compare it to Amiibo, where I'm getting it just because it's just a cool collector's item, yeah. and I'm not really going to take full advantage of how they kind of uh, anticipated it would be used. I'm not. I'm probably not going to play the game that much, but I will have it displayed for the rest of my life because <laughs> <laughs> I just think it looks that cool. But uh, yeah, I do kind of see similarities to Amiibo in that way. When I've, I've thought, thought of, I've still got the Game & Watch ball from the Club Nintendo from a few lucky, years back. Lucky. And I'm That's like, awesome. I don't really go back and play that, but it is a pretty cool collectible i got kind of i don't have any nice place to put it right now but it's it's there so it's like do i do i need this next to it do I, do, I, do, mm-hmm. I don't know i don't know if that makes me want it more or less the more i think about it it's all do you guys remember with the wii uh that they had like uh this club nintendo giveaway for uh, if you had like a certain amount of coins or points you could get grill hand grill off like that, yes, <laughs> that spring arm thing <laughs> like I do a, remember that. a little mini game with that i i can't imagine too many people are still playing that we remote holder <laughs> the actual game or like some kind of thing that you use to commemorate the game <laughs> i was like no ryan that's awesome though i have a fan from them it's like a traditional japanese fan but with oh, like yeah. mario yeah. I picked up those uh, Hanafuda cards as well. Me, me uh, too. Yeah, those are great. They need to bring them back. I'm so so like sad that I missed out on getting the gold nunchuck. Um, that was like that's kind of my grail item there for Nintendo. Like I have golds, you know, the, the gold Wii mode. I've got the gold Pro controller for that. Um, I guess a classic with grip. I can't remember what they called it. Anyway. Oh. Um, but yeah, it, it was Wii, so it was the Pro controller. But yeah, I had the gold one from that. It came from like the Golden Eye, I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> was that remake yeah, of Golden yeah. and but I never did get that nunchuck, and I'd love to have it someday. That's like definitely one that I'm hoping to get my hands on. But you know, it's it's that, that kind of feeling. Uh, I love when Nintendo does collectibles right, and they're actually using their my Nintendo, like they did their Club Nintendo, where you can do these games and these these tasks, and if you complete all these tasks, you get this pin set sent to you. Yes, more of that, please. More free please. stuff because you did things because you're a fan of Nintendo. 
Please. Right. Exactly. You're doing it right, amazing. Nintendo. You are doing it right. Finally. As long as they don't run out in like five minutes when they're finally <laughs> well, available. And the catch it's is, you have to complete everything, but you can't get everything until that game comes out. Yep. Uh, so you you got that that time. Um, I think it's is it 3D World that we're waiting on before that actually becomes a thing, or was it? I think it's just the 3D collection and a yeah. 3D collection. Okay. And the Mar the Mario Kart event isn't live yet. I think that's the eighth or ninth or something. Well, if you look, it says it's all the way to the 31st is when you can, like, sign up for the pins. I'm like, there's no way there's going to be pins left Yeah. by the end of October, September. <laughs> I don't Most know. We'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I'm hoping that that all works out anyway. Um, but and it might be a little harder for uh, scalpers. I mean, bots can't really farm that very easily. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's a little least, bit different. Sure. So that's that's cool. Um, so that, that keeps it a little bit out of scalpers' hands. Um, maybe Nintendo could work with that a little bit more and that may be a test to see maybe that's, that's some way they do promotions or something in the future. Exactly. Um, but you, you did bring up Mario Kart, so let's touch on uh, Mario Kart. Um, first of all, let's talk about the Mario Kart Tour event. Um, you can you can do that to get your pins, you know, part of that. Um, I'm having trouble getting into my Mario Kart. I re-downloaded it and tried to sign up and I just get this error over and over again. I'm supposed to contact Nintendo to get it fixed. Hopefully I can get it because I don't want to miss out on these pins. Um, I mean, it's probably just a server issue, so I would say wait a day or two because uh, you do have time. But okay. yeah, I, I, I feel you. And then, uh, you know, Mario Kart. We have a new Mario Kart coming. It is the marriage of of the 3DS augmented reality, uh, Labo, and Mario Kart. Awesome. I'm cool with that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, it's it, a very it, interesting opening because I was like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> it makes sense. I feel like we had an episode where we talked about like AR or something on on Mario Kart. Like, I feel like that was something that was said in Nintendo Nostalgia at some point. Um, but it's so cool to the idea of it. And Jacob, to answer like, or to kind of speak to your not getting it, having a small apartment. This is anywhere from what i can understand so you could take it out to the park and play around in the park with this um have mario drive around on the sidewalks in the park and, and places like that it's not just confined to your home necessarily though you probably have some limitations with sunlight and things like that um i think you can still enjoy this in other places not just your your own house um so you know set up your, your mario kart track on the playground while your kids play is is really cool um and, and think outside the box of your home and, and kind of think like where, where else can i play this uh don't recommend playing in a bathroom or anything but you know <laughs> i um I, I think this is a really cool concept and i, I really like the idea um I, I would have loved it as a kid i used i got the little mario kart 64 and diddy kong racing stuff back then mm -hmm. but i um and i even understand why but the price is just pretty much told me off the get-go I, I can't get that Technology. it's a hundred yeah and i i get what's in there so i can't say it's like completely unfair for what's in the package mm -hmm. with the camera and everything else but i it, it is it's super cool but by the time you would get especially two carts like i'd love to play this with my daughter and we don't have a great house either and things like that but uh, by the time you'd get two you're spending 200 bucks on this thing Mm -hmm. And it, it's fun. I, and I, like we got some of the we got two of the Lego sets 
and we yeah. played around with that but it's been kind of put up for like a week and a half now i feel like like it's just kind of sitting there and whatever um and i just feel like it would not get used for that amount of money that you have to dump into it maybe just for the right people or for people that have a lot of ex just money they can have fun with i don't know <laughs> maybe for the right people it's cool that it exists i just don't think unfortunately it's all that realistic for many people yeah, like you guys are saying, I think the the concept is genius. Um, this is another example of doing of Nintendo doing something completely wild, completely out of left field yeah. that nobody saw coming, and yet all of us, I think, at the same time, were like, "That makes sense. That is awesome. That is totally fresh and new, and kids are gonna love it, and adults appreciate what it is." So, and it also breathes breathes new life into a franchise that's been around for you know, a few decades now, and, you know, I love Mario Kart 8. I think it's, like, the best Mario Kart, but it's, like, where does Mario Kart go from here? And I think this is a really interesting take on that. Let me pose a question to you guys. Would you spend, drop $100 on a really nice Mario Kart statue? A Figma or something? Nah. Like, would you drop $100 on a really well-done big statue? As big nah. as that Mario is. Uh, Yeah. So you're getting a camera with it and the game and everything, but you also get to something you can display on a shelf as well. And it's That's really nice point. looking. That's true. I guess it depends on how much someone wants a Mario Kart statuette looking thing. Um, because, like, I bought Starlink because I wanted the R-Wing, you know? <laughs> same. Yep. Best $10 I ever yeah. spent. <laughs> That's a good game, too. Anyway. Sorry, I was just going to say, with like, like the Mario Kart thing, anyway, personally, it just, I, again, I think it just depends on the person. Like, there's a side of me that I could, I could see spending, like Ron said, a uh, hundred bucks on something like that. I, uh, I don't think my wife would be too happy with me if I did that. <laughs> so, that's just kind of the way things are. <laughs> I think it's so a it, great It is toy. what it is. Yeah. I think it's a great toy for, A, quarantine, because we're all kind of going crazy in the house, and I can't even imagine what it's like to have kids that are just looking for something to do, and you're inside and sometimes outside. So I think this will change things up a lot, and it will be a good way for families to bond. Um, but also, I think it'll be a great Christmas present because, you know, maybe there are just some kids and parents that kind of have everything they need. Maybe they already have you know, uh, the, an iPad or you know, whatever else some kids and, or family members might want. So this is a, a good, totally yeah. kooky thing for them to to put on their Christmas list and might even make Christmas a really fun and unique experience. So I think that's, that'll be a big factor sure. in, in how well it'll sell. I like the kid factor here. Um, it uses your imagination to create your track. Like I like how they had cups and stuff lying along the track. And, like, you can say, kids, go make a track for this, and we'll set it up, and you can play once you've built your track and how you want it to be. And, like, you know, they can draw pictures and draw trees and stuff. They could even, like, you know, make it all Wreck-It Ralph looking or something. Like, they could just make it whatever they want with their creativity. And it's just using AR in that way is just so charming. I love that idea. Yeah, it's genius, honestly. Um, and I'm really really excited to see what people are going to do with it to see how wild their designs will be 
and to see, yeah. you know, it, it'll probably be a huge streaming hit. I think that'll be a huge factor in its success as well, because I, I'm not a big, you know, streaming watcher, but I would love to watch people see their, uh, see people's interesting course designs and see what they do with it and maybe incorporate oh, some real life elements into their tracks, you know? It makes um, real life your course creator. Yeah. You know, everybody's been wanting like a course creator in Mario Kart, but here you go. I mean, make it. <laughs> Yeah. Now I really wish I had that. That would be kind of cool to stream with it with for the people, you know, that can just really get creative with just crap around the house even. It exactly. can be a whole lot of fun, you know. <laughs> it brings out a whole new area of creativity. It's not yeah. just how good are you at Mario Maker 2 or anything that's similar. This is what can you do in your physical space to make this that's video cool. game that's virtual more interesting. So it's it'll be really interesting to see how people uh, utilize that. Yeah, and I'm curious if they're going to have any kind of camera interactivity with the uh, 3DS uh, AR cards that they had. That would be kind of cool. I have <laughs> I, I did I did end up springing for that giant one, so I've got that somewhere here. No way, really. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm jealous. That's so cool. Oh, I should have got that. Man, that's so cool. I'm, great but I, I do wonder what the future of this is going to be let's say yeah. it sells pretty well or insanely well something that would make them be like hey this is a huge hit how are they going to expand that that's something i'm really curious about i'm sure you know they'll add more characters uh, maybe Peach. like new power-ups or something um, but it'll be really interesting to see if this is just the beginning of something really new and special for them. And maybe yeah. Nintendo will branch out with other franchises as well. Maybe you'll be able to do something like this with Zelda or Kirby or something. So uh, I really do hope that this is a huge hit for them. Can you imagine a competitive scene? Like, it's so weird huh. to think. Like, you, Nintendo sets up their custom track. You come here and you play it with your Mario Kart, like, and your setup and your AI. That's so, like, bizarre, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> If that actually was like something that was realized, that's. <laughs> yeah, I'm also interested to see how adults like us um, accept it. I don't know if I will get it or not. It seems like such a cool idea. I don't know how much I would end up playing it, uh, playing with it. Um, yeah, how long I would end up playing with it. But um, you know, we're we're adults. We like to collect Nintendo things, so I'm curious to see if if it's fun enough for some of the older fans. <laughs> Get out your iPhone for your timer, you know, do time trials. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not yeah. a bad idea, actually. <laughs> uh, there's just so much you can do to augment with real reality in, in a game that breaks down the barriers of, of the video game coding and stuff and becomes your, your world. Yeah, it'll be a good way to... Uh, a good way to get augmented reality into the masses a little bit more because it is a really new and exciting technology and hasn't caught on too much just yet. But I think this could be one of the ways that everyone just understands what it is and understands the potential that it has. So who would have thought that Nintendo would be a pioneer with augmented reality, but that could be the case. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Um, I do want to touch on. So we touched on the Mario Kart thing. Let's talk. Let's talk a little about the Splatoon uh, thing that's coming up. Um, there's a Splatoon event that they're tying in with this. Uh, t-shirts. You can get Splatfest t-shirts. Real Splatfest t-shirts to vote on your team. You know, Team Mushroom, Team Star. 
whatever you want. You know, that's so cool. I was going to say, I, we never, or at least I never missed a new Splatfest to the first Splatoon or the second Splatoon. We didn't do the repeat ones. Um, so I definitely want to be a part of this one. Now, I did, yeah, look, you were saying the t-shirts. I actually had plans as soon as I saw it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually go and get this thing. Like, the, I want the, the star one, the, the black star, and that looks pretty cool. But they are $30 and then $5 shipping. So I was like, uh, uh, maybe not. <laughs> so cool that they're having that event, you know, for Splatoon. Um, I like they're keeping it fresh. Like, we we played in the chicken and egg one <laughs> recently. And, and was that what a repeat? Yes, yeah, it was. Okay. So th- I'm interested in why they're doing this. I mean, it's obvious why they're doing it, but they did say that they're not doing any more new Splatfests. From, yeah. Unless yeah. I'm misremembering. So that it's was interesting. Last while, I think. Yeah. So I mean, I'm fine. Out. I'm fine with it. It's just like, you know, you did say there wasn't going to be a new one, <laughs> so it'll be hard to uh, think that there won't be another one after this. Although. I don't think they could incorporate anything with arms, but I know. (laughs) But yeah, the shirts look awesome. I think I'm going to be Team Star, and uh, I really love how these shirts look. I especially love, there's just something about this aesthetic of mixing Mario with Splatoon, my two favorite franchises. It shouldn't work, but it does, and I love it, and I I might have to get one of these shirts. They just, they look so cool. I always think of Sunshine when I think of Splatoon, and so like, yeah, just like, yeah, cool. Exactly. Splatoon there. originally had, they originally had Mario characters in it. If you look back at the prototypes and stuff, yeah. so it's almost like it's gone full circle. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It um, is a very clever marketing tactic, though. It's like not too expensive. Everyone loves Splatoon and Splatfest, yeah. so why not? So Nintendo is taking a uh, an interesting approach to uh, another game that they're doing. It's similar to their Tetris ninety nine. Uh, but it's a, it's an online Nintendo online exclusive, uh, 35 man Mario battle. Um, there was a two player Mario game I believe where you could do some kind of competitive thing, um, but this is like 35 players basically doing things to cause enemies to pop up on your opponents on their screen, and they have to deal with a bunch of enemies flying at them while they're trying to speed run, you know, Mario levels. Um, and it's only available until the 35th celebration is over, and then it's gone. Um, this kind of reminds me of the the free game they gave out on DSi um, for I think it was Four Swords Adventure or Four Swords um, some variation. I don't even yeah. know if it was actually Four Swords. Four Swords or if it was actually just its own thing. Like I I don't know. It's Four Swords. I think it's a little upgraded. I've I've got it down. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that, but it's again it's even more temporary than that. And so I wonder if we'll see it someday yeah. in some legacy collection of Mario's or something. And, and maybe experience that again. But again, 35 players, you know, it's a server-based game, so I can see, like, why, why keep it around for that long if it's just going to be... It's The 35 is the theme, so I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious to see what they do with that. Who knows? Maybe the 40th, they'll do a 41, you know, uh, Mario 40 or what have you. Um, it's still a really cool idea. I know uh, Traven was a bit bummed uh, that it was temporary. Um, didn't quite understand why Nintendo was making that move. But we don't know what Nintendo's going to do with this stuff once once it's done. If they're just going to kind of toss it out as temporary and it's done, or, or what? So maybe it'll be Let's... in like a future NES Remix compilation because mm-hmm. we still haven't gotten that yet, and that was on the Wii U. So oh yeah, hmm. let's hope it runs better than Mario Maker 2's online. Yeah. Oh, it's I didn't Wait. know that didn't run too well. 
It didn't at first, at least. It was awful. I think they fixed it <laughs> since then. Somewhat. But being yeah, able to I play together, uh, it, it get, got a little hairy there. <laughs> Even with the best connections. So, guys, do you think you're realistically going to play this game and somewhat frequently? Because for me, at least, Tetris 99, like, it's pretty cool. I'm glad mm -hmm. that it's there, and especially that it's free. Um, but this is a game that I can see myself playing once or twice, and then maybe a third time after the servers are shut down and <laughs> realize that uh, there was a, a timed, uh, there's a, a limited amount of time for us to play it. Um, so yeah, do you guys think you're gonna play it? Uh, this was the one I said, that would be fun to play. I'd probably find out that I suck at it, and then I'd probably put it away. Mm. Um, but I would enjoy my time that I, I could with it. Um, you know, it's a chance to randomize uh, enemies flying at me and getting better at my platforming with Mario, um, and and to on the fly like use power ups and things. Like, I like that idea of challenging and leveling up my Mario platforming game um, and keeping that fresh and sharp. And if that's something I can use to train those skills and keep them keep them sharp, then I'm I'm happy for that. And I might play a little more than I thought, especially if it you know it just kind of catches me in the, in the right place, and I want to just like can't put it down, you know. What about you, Josh? Yeah, for for me, I don't really get into these sort of games with like the 100 players. Or, well, I know this one's only 35, but I, I like playing games online with friends or people I know or people I've met through the community and things like that. But I just don't really like any game where I go online and get trashed by a bunch of kids or people I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a pride thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, and then just, and that's it. Like, you don't even get a, like, a laugh out of it. You know, you don't get a congratulate them. You don't, whatever. You know, you don't get a pick on each other. It's just, that's it. That's just, you just, you suck. Okay. <laughs> so I, I just don't get much out of that. And I, some of these people put hours and hours into it, and that's great. But it's like when you're just trying this stuff out, it's kind of like, yeah, I, I don't have, I'm not encouraged enough to, to continue this, this is a pain in the butt. I'm not. I don't need to go back. I'll just play another Mario game, you know. Is so I, I don't know. I'll probably try it a few times, like with Tetris 99, when they have those events. This doesn't sound like it's gonna have that to unlock themes just for fun. Um, but it's probably one of those things I'd play a few rounds of, get kind of frustrated, and say, "Ah, forget it." Yeah. I love what Nintendo is doing with their. I mean, yeah, they're selecting different IPs of their own and cross-pollinating with this Mario stuff. You've got Super Mario Maker 2 that's got that. You've got Splatoon, you know. You've got Smash Brothers that's doing an event, a tournament, which is like Mario-themed characters. Like, it's really cool to see them take a an IP of theirs and share it across all their other IPs um, and have, like, cameos and things like that. And I'd love to see more of that cross-pollination. Like, you know, see Metroid pop up randomly in an event in, like, Mario Kart or something you could play, even exactly. if it's a limited time. Like, to... to yeah. You know, fly around on Samus's gunship cart or, or something like that. Like, that'd be really cool to see that and then pop up, like, you know, have, a, have um, I don't know, Chozo versus the, uh, the, um, the Luminoth or something weird like that. You know, just something just random. Or, like, you know, who, who's a fan of, of Ridley versus Mother Brain or, or, or something, you know. And, and just, like, to see that for other series, um, like Zelda as well, like you know, Vati versus uh, Ganondorf. Like, who's who's the bigger, bigger baddie there? Who's your who's your favorite or, or something? Like, that'd be really cool to see that that um, 
representation across all different things. Um, and, and we saw some of that with Mario Maker, the original Mario Maker with the Amiibo and porting other things into that. That was really cool to be able to have that opportunity. Uh, so that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's, it's, it's continuing uh, use of their IPs and other things. And I, I, I can't get enough of it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I think Splatoon is really, uh, really helpful to Nintendo in that way because it's, you know, it's a brand new franchise and it's very modern and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it requires an online connection. So it has this, like, endless potential for, uh, you know, community integration and these different marketing um, tactics and I, I totally agree with you. I do hope they do it with other Nintendo franchises and and really make the Nintendo brand feel that much more alive and um, and more vibrant because of it. I'm actually surprised they didn't do something like this earlier with Splatoon because they've done they did that tournament with who was the best Ninja Turtle a while yep. back. Of course, Rap won because that's who should win. <laughs> um, and they also did Patrick versus SpongeBob. Exactly. <laughs> I never saw that coming. Yep. And it just like came and went, but it, it happened. <laughs> and so I'm just surprised they haven't done more like that with, with their own franchises. Yeah, and Transformers too. Yeah, and Transformers, yep. Yeah. Autobots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, Definitely. Um, I think the Animal Crossing furniture is really clever, too. Uh, So I'm definitely looking forward to jumping back into Animal Crossing and getting this Mario furniture. It's always fun when they have... Yeah, like in... uh, What was it? Uh, New Leaf. With New Leaf, and actually probably even every single version of Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's one of my favorite aspects of Animal Crossing is the little winks and nods to other Nintendo franchises. So, uh, yeah, if I can get more of that, I will be there day one. I was glad okay. it was coming. I'm just a little bit disappointed since all of them came out with had that stuff in it before for Mario, Star Fox, and all kinds of different series. And it took it's going to be a year after this game released just for Mario to get to it. Yeah. Right. So that was a little weird. But yeah. I'm glad that they. It's coming. Yeah. I'm glad they announced it when they did, um, so it didn't cannibalize Paper Mario and didn't overshadow Paper Mario. Like they could have done yeah. that. If they announced it too early. Um, but I think Paper Mario has had its time to shine, and people liked it a lot, and so it's not going to eclipse that Great. Um, as, as much. That's a good um, point. And I like, uh, you know, we're finally getting 3D World on the Switch, and it's, it's that another Wii U port we're finally getting, um, and we're getting bonus content as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to finally get into this game. I own it, I haven't played it, and so playing it on the Switch would be a, a great thing. I promised Kyle Martin that I would do this, I would play this game and I would I would give it a fair shake because he's he swears it is the best 3D Mario Mario game. It uh, is as far as representation good. of platforming and everything. Yeah, the the level design is immaculate and insanely clever. Um, I remember when this game was announced, I was really disappointed because I think, like most of us, we were expecting something that was more along the lines of Mario Odyssey, this Mm -hmm, grand adventure, especially after we just had Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, these huge epic grand adventures, and then we get this, and it's, there's nothing wrong with it, you know, in retrospect, it's just, they had, it's just not what we expected, but Mm -hmm. what is there is extremely well-made level design and controls, really tight controls, and just really wild out there ideas. Um, 
it's it's not as cohesive in a way as like the galaxy games where you just feel like you you're in this galaxy and you just jump around to these different planets but with this one you kind of just go to like different worlds and they have different random stages which is fine but um yeah the the design the level design is just so wild and unlike anything you've seen before and it plays extremely well it but does. i am interested I'm glad this... mm -hmm. Sorry, I was going to say, I, I'm, I am glad to see it back. I, I mean, we all kind of knew it was coming. Um, I, I'm very curious to see what that addition thing is. I hope it's more than just like a few like expert levels or something. Um, you know, just like a few hard mode things or something like that. But uh, yeah, I, I'm glad to see at least some sort of addition. I swear it looked really good on the Wii, but I swear mm -hmm. it looked like it, it looks a little bit better here already. Again, that was just going off the trailer, but something about it. I, I, I did see that the speed is apparently a little faster for those who did play it, the Wii version. Yeah. Um, apparently they move about 30% faster, which is a pretty awesome. pretty decent mm. number. Although I will say, I didn't really notice any issues with the speed when I, when I was playing it on the Wii U, so mm -hmm. um, if this sure. makes the experience better, great. Um, sure. I also did notice that they added like extra uh, controls. Like apparently, you can dive now. You have like a unique dive, and also the roll is a little bit different as well. Hmm. Um, so I'm curious to try those out. Um, but something I'm really curious about is how the amiibo works because I did yeah. pre-order that amiibo. The second they I are played. not dead. <laughs> amiibo are not dead. They're still cranking them out outside of Smash Brothers. Right. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Um, so, but yeah, I, I love how it looks, that cat Mario amiibo, I love it. It's like my favorite version of Mario, but what does it do and what games support it? That's what I'm really yeah. interested in. It can be, it'll be interesting to see what amiibo support this has. Um, this game, you know, brings in. Um, I like that they're expanding upon it. They're adding things here and there. Uh, I think the biggest thing though, uh, not a lot of people said anything about it, um, was just kind of the online. Uh, being able to play with friends mm -hmm. like that's huge i can play this with people and i don't have to worry about like getting my family together in in a COVID house you know a COVID quarantine house like what are you gonna do you know you you can't really have friends over to play so yeah let's let's take this let's let's play online together and i hope that works well again not like super mario maker 2 <laughs> hopefully a lot better than that um but yeah that's i i think there's a lot of potential there um the game looks pretty uh, I hope they really captured that spirit of the original, um, you know, and we're playing it semi-comparable semi if you're playing in handheld, you know, gamepad or what have you, it's like, like that. Um, I don't know, I think it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. Uh, they probably tweaked a couple of things in it. Um, I'm imagining that there was something that the gamepad would do, there was some feature or something that would, they'd have to kind of work around, but, uh. I, yeah. I wouldn't know. I haven't played it yet, but, you know, I think Something... I might have played it one level to help uh, my, the rest of my family out. They were playing it together, so. Yeah, this, the Switch is different from the gamepad, obviously, because you don't have that extra screen, and you can only touch the screen when you're playing in handheld mode, and also there's not a, um, a microphone, which was also incorporated yeah. into it. You could blow in certain... Uh, I don't know, certain l platforms would spin around or something like that. So that'll be interesting to see how they tackle that. Um, Do but you know how um, they handled that in the Captain Toad port? Uh, what they did with that one is that there was constantly a little blue dot on the screen, 
and I think you would just use your, uh, I'm guessing the, uh, the right analog joystick to move that around and then I guess you like press A or something and it'll like interact with that environment. So hopefully they don't do that here. It didn't look like they did. Um, but yeah, something I was always curious about with if this, I always wondered if this game would ever get ported to the Switch because there are definitely some stages that require you to use the gamepad and use it in the unique ways that it's designed. Um, like all Mario games, they're designed around the system. And mm -hmm. this one this one's no exception, so it'll be really interesting to see how they tackle that. Definitely. Yeah. But the uh, online multiplayer is gonna be really awesome. Something that Nintendo's really good at is multiplayer, uh, especially couch co op, but since we can't do that, I will happily take online co op. So mm -hmm. that'll be really awesome and should make the experience a little more fresh. Uh, Josh, is there anything else you'd like to add about three D World? Yeah, no, no, not really for three D World. I will say I was <laughs> Maybe on a on a selfish note here, I was really hoping for that when they went to go add something, it would have been another character, and we would have got like Yoshi or something, because it feels like Yoshi is severely just lacking in the, in this game. I'll, this is a good game, but it, uh, maybe I'm just showing a little bit of bias there. But maybe just we'll, we'll see what this expansion pack leads before I say anything else. I guess. Yeah. Maybe he would break the game or something. I'm sure there was some thought put into why another character wasn't put in, but. Um, the four or possibly five uh, characters that are in the game um, really do <laughs> work well uh, in the game. You know, uh, speaking of Mario Galaxy, <coughs> no spoilers. They spoiled that in the trailer already. I, I was like, well, oh, really? a, they already shook that off. Yeah. Oh, okay, missed that part. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think Bravo Nintendo, um, you were, you had a much bigger year planned. Um, you missed out on some Mario events uh, at, at E3. Um, Olympics, you were going to be huge there, you know, having Mario there front and center. Um, well, it, not necessarily that, but they had a plan for the Olympics with Mario. I mean, they have Mario Olympics that is now, now uh, you know, a thing. It's a game, but it, there is no 2020 Olympics for, for that. So that's kind of interesting to see that. It's weird. Um, yeah. You know, what's <laughs> going to happen going forward uh how are they going to you know pivot that was always my question um knowing that they're taking huge losses um with covid and, and everything and i think like bravo nintendo for pulling this out and still like going all in with all of your marketing with you doing with mario their shoes backpacks overalls you know there is like you got your clothing lines you've got your cereals um you've got you know uh, I guess there was a Lunchables ad I just saw that was Mario. And they're trying to spread Mario everywhere. We've got a Mario movie coming out here soon. And the Mario theme park was, was you know, hampered, like, pushed back. It's kind of in limbo right now. So that that's a huge hit. But, like, thank you, Nintendo, for still pushing forward with this and giving us so much Mario goodness. Like, this is how we want to see you treat your IPs. And I know Mario gets special treatment. It's their number one. Um, but I'd love to see, like, just... <laughs> even a fraction of this given to Metroid, you know, uh, or, or Kirby, or, you know, sorry, Ice Climbers, you have nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Or Kid Icarus, something. <laughs> Which we still need a port of, by the way, Uprising, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, Just saying. I'm not going to disagree with that, yeah. But, I mean, Boiling it is very edge. strategic of them to be doing this as well, um, because they probably realize 
that l let's say that they did have some kind of game for Christmas, and I imagine that they did, and maybe there still will be something. I don't know, but let's say this is it. It's very strategic of them to just go all out with this 35th anniversary thing and really make it into this huge event. And there's all these different ways that it can be uh, spoken about by people and talked about online. Um, the you know the 3D All Stars collection is one excellent way. It's um, you know they're just porting some games, but they're well loved games, and now we'll have this new experience on the Switch. But mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned the clothes, you mentioned the Legos, the, this Mario Kart thing. So, and uh, e even the Splatfest, you know, there's some inexpensive ways to them to really drive home this, you know, this way of getting Mario into the, in, or keeping Mario in the minds of everyone. And so I'm, I am really glad that mm -hmm. they are being respectful and celebrating the Mario franchise, but it's also benefiting them um, during a very unique year. Yeah, this is them pulling out their number one gun as well against, you know, the big consoles coming out. We've got two consoles launching this year, supposedly. And, uh, you know, Nintendo, as it was pointed out on Twitter, uh, Nintendo has the, the, the balls to go about uh, releasing a Game & Watch system, um, you know, against these, you know, big juggernaut uh, next-gen consoles. And I thought that was poetic, even. <laughs> Nintendo yeah. marches to its and own I'm okay drum. With that. <laughs> but I think it's well-played. <laughs> And we finally got some information, guys. We got some more information from Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo is alive and doing well, we things. Mario is all that's left. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do hope that there are some more surprises. Some people might think that we, uh, we might have the Zelda, yeah, what is it, Zelda Skyward Sword HD, and perhaps something else for this fall. Um, it's, it's this was done in typical Nintendo fashion, where. It's completely unexpected. I mean, if you uh, don't take into account all the rumors, um, but this was completely unexpected. We didn't really think it was going to happen. I didn't really. I didn't think Mario Sunshine was going to be on my mm -hmm. Switch, um, especially in a, a collection. Yeah. yeah. So, so crazy. It's, it'll be really interesting to see what happens over the next few months. And it's, uh, you know, you can always count on yeah. them t to uh, have us on our toes and always wondering what they're going to do next. All right. Well, I think we have said our piece on this whole Mario Direct. Uh, it was awesome talk with you guys. And um, we will uh, catch you uh, later. Uh, you can find us uh, Nintendo Village. Um, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, also uh, on our Facebook at Nintendo NOS, on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS, on Instagram at Nintendo NOSIN. Uh, shoot us an email at NintendoNostalgiaIN at gmail.com, and you can also give us a call on our hotline, 317-969-5690. Let us know what you thought about this whole awesome direct. We will catch you later. Bye, guys. See you next time. Later, Preston.
Wendy's hit the real coin.